0: hello everybody and welcome to slasher supreme i am your host christopher and today's topics we are going to be going over the movie evil dead from 1981 and the ps4 xbox one and pc horror survival game dead by daylight thank you for joining me and let's get into the movie Evil Dead, 1981, the reason I have to say that is because there was a remake called Evil Dead in 2013, but I'll get to that at a later date. Anyways, the original Evil Dead was directed by Sam Raimi, who would later go on to direct the Spider-Man trilogy featuring Tobey Maguire. It also stars Bruce Campbell, who would later go on to play in Bubba Hotep, My Name is Bruce, Burn Notice, and the Spider-Man films as small cameo roles plot of the film is that five friends go to a cabin in the woods during their summer vacation there bruce campbell's character ash uncovers the necronomicon is a book bound in flesh written in human blood and when read from will cause demons to roam the earth he reads it unknowingly unleashes demons who terrorize him and his friends throughout their stay at the cabin with their famous tagline dead by dawn being said by various demons who possess people. If you are squeamish and or don't like blood in your films, you should definitely stay away from actually this whole like film franchise because the first the only way to get rid of possessed people, you know, or possessed by demons is by decapitation or removing the body parts so they cannot give chase. Yeah, that's that's the main focus, to get rid of them, is just lopping off heads and arms. But, whereas the later films do it in a comical, kind of funny way, this film takes itself very seriously. Uh, actually, when it was first released, it got an NC-17 rating, and was banned in multiple countries. Actually, today, still, in 2019, it is banned from certain countries still for being too graphic yeah i know a film from the 80s but whatever there is another scene i want to talk about for those of you who are thinking about checking it out there is a sexual assault in the film it is really weird it's not person on person it is tree on person yes it's a tree rape scene and it is very weird it's very uncomfortable to watch it doesn't last for too long and they don't focus on it so it's not like something that you really it you can skip it or you should skip it i don't know why they decided to do that i don't know if it just, they just wanted to make it darker or something but or try to be edgy but that's in the film so if you feel the need to you know skip or whatever it's there i think it's about halfway into the film it is actually the cause of one of the possessions so yes I know I just said you don't really have to watch it but yes if you're curious if you feel like you missed something that's the main reason why so I decided to put that in there in case you're curious about the film just so you know that scene's in there now you're wondering you might be wondering what I said about it being comedic, comedic with the body you know mutilation is that there are two sequels and a TV series there is a remake I said that at the beginning but I wouldn't actually take this seriously the two sequels Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness are more comedy and action oriented whereas this one is very serious and then Ash vs. Evil Dead also is more comedy and action oriented than the first film I will talk about those films and the TV series at a later date when I do those review over those films I'm um, still stuck on the original Evil Dead. Now, besides the weird tree scene, this is actually one of my favorite horror films. I'm a huge sucker for practical effects and some low-budget films, and this is actually both of them. This main film was actually canned at one point because they lost, they didn't have any more money to produce it. Sam Raimi actually passed down on production, uh, or on set one day, because he had not slept for almost a whole week straight trying to find people to give him money to finish the film off now for those of you who don't know stephen king actually loves the original evil dead movie he's actually the only one who got the second film even greenlit too without stephen king yes the man who wrote it and carrie and the dark tower you know saga all the horror stories really yes he loved the film he actually gave a really huge review on it telling you know people to come see it and some of the uh sentences he wrote in his review actually ended up in the evil dead trailer that they put on tv and things like that to get people to come see the film bs without that man himself we will not have the huge pop culture figure ash williams that we do today without stephen king so thank you king (laughs) anyways is one of my favorite films i try to watch it every now and then or at least every Halloween I haven't in the last few years just because I've been busy. But yes, if you're very curious about the film, it is extremely good for those of you who love good old cheesy 80s horror films, practical effects. If you just love blood and gore, this is a really good film to watch too because there's tons of it. Like I said with the, you know, body decapitation, uh, you know, mutilation with decapitations and limbs being cut off and one scene that still kind of gets me today After seeing a ton of other horrible movies That feature blood and things like that There's this one scene where a pencil goes through somebody's ankle And it, it just gets me every time I don't know why I think it's just mainly from how it's shot But it just, I know it's fake But still, it just it just gets me, you know It's just one of those things Anyways, thank you for listening to my review over Evil Dead. I'm going to hop over to my gaming section where I'm going to talk about Dead by Daylight. Thank you for listening. As I stated earlier in my podcast, Dead by Daylight is a survival horror game for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It is a multiplayer online only game also so if you don't have internet or if you don't like playing multiplayer only games you've kind of lucked out I'm sorry dead by daylight is a four versus one style game so four people play as survivors one person plays as a killer at the beginning of the match all players are dropped in onto a map at random locations and there's no way to tell where the other person's at you're just kind of let go. Survivor, Survivor's goals... Oh, uh, sorry about that. I'm gonna. The goal of the survivor is to repair five out of seven generators that spawn in the map. Once those are done, it'll highlight two exit gates that are on the map. It is then up to the survivor to run to the exit gates, flip a switch, which will then open up the gate doors and allow you to leave. The object of the killer is to hunt down each survivor hit them twice to put them in a state where they're on the ground, then to pick them up and transport them to meat hooks that are thrown throughout the map. Once then, they are on a timer, the timer is hits, hits zero, they are taken up and out of the match, and they're free to go join another match if they want to. So, killer's job is so much easier compared to the survivor's. There are 14 survivors and 14 killers in the game, with PC getting an exclusive character, and that is Bill from Left 4 Dead. Luckily, we still get the perks. PS4 and Xbox One players get the perks from Bill. The only reason he's not on the consoles is I think there's like a legal issue or something like that involving, or a licensing issue involving him since Steam and Valve and all that. I'm not really sure on the specs with that, but that's the main reason he's not on consoles the game in itself is very fun to play as yes there are horror elements but they're not present in game like as present as in games like resident evil or evil within or anything like that as i stated with the 14 survivors and 14 killers a few of those are actually movie licensed For the survivors, there is Detective Tap from Saw, Laurie Strode from Halloween, and Quentin from the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Of course, on the killer side, you can play as Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and that is awesome. Also, Amanda. I can't remember her last name, but she is from Saw, and she is dressed up as one of the pig henchmen. Along with that, each survivor and killer have a perk system. They have three, I think four perks they can choose from. Uh, I'll give an example for a killer. There is a perk called Nurse's Calling. When you injure a survivor and they run off, they try to heal, you'll get a notification and a highlight of where they're at in a certain meter range, so you can know where they're at to go and attack them. For a survivor, there's one called Sprint Burst. It allows you to move faster for a certain amount of time to get away from a killer and try to hide. Along with that, killers have their own unique powers set to each one. I'll give an example. Uh, there is a killer called the Trapper. His special power is he can put bear traps on the map. Amanda from Saw is when she puts the, when she hits a survivor twice, she puts them in what is called the down state, which allows you to pick them up and put them on meat hooks. Well, she has a secondary action where she can put a bear trap from the Saw movies on the head of that survivor and then put them on the hook. And that once a generator is done a timer on the bear trap clocks down and once if they are off the hook they have to find the doll from Saul and it has a key but it might not be that because there's I think five or six of those dolls scattered across the map so they have to hunt them down otherwise if the timer reaches zero the salt the trap activates and kills them and then removes them from the game Survivors don't have per uh don't have that power, but they can bring in items to help them out. One such item is the toolbox, where it helps them repair generators slightly faster. Another is a med kit, so say if they get hit and they can't fight a teammate, they can heal themselves, or heal teammates faster if need be. Kinda depends on the situation. Also, survivors and killers can burn offerings when the match starts. You pick from say gives you extra experience per match or say you want to put on a certain match that have little tokens you can put you know put the token in a slot and they'll start the match more likely on that map the game also goes through updates every week or I think every two weeks so though everything's going to try to stay balanced if there's a problem they usually come back and try to hit it and get rid of it fast there's always also events almost always going on so it always keeps you coming back Right now, there's actually an event going on to celebrate the Chinese New Year. Along with that, before each new character is released through DLC, there's a double XP event, so you always have, you know, you're never kind of stuck in a rut. You always have something coming back. And the game can get repetitive, being the only mode is survive, really, where you have to, you know, hide from the killer, hide from the other player as the killer, or be the killer and, you know, attack the other players. But, each map. The generators are moved to different spots, new items are put on the map, so in case you went in without anything, you can find chests which have, you know, maps or uh, med kits or toolboxes, just anything on the map. They're in different chests scattered throughout the map. Everything is different. Also, you never know who the killer is until they're pretty much on your ass, and it is terrifying in certain situations. Uh, when person i forgot to mention is a killer called the hack she can place down booby trapped little targets and when you say run over them or get close an image of her will pop up and it never happens subtly it's always it'll pop up make a loud noise and everything on you your character will spin around and everything you don't have any control of it it always freaks me out because it kind of disorients you on what you're looking at um another thing to mention is that When playing as a survivor, you're in third-person view, and when playing as a killer, you're in first-person view. So that's another thing you need to take in consideration on which style you like playing more. Sadly, you can't change camera options, so if you wanted to play third-person as a killer, you're kind of out of luck. Or if you wanted to play first-person as a survivor, yet again, you are kind of out of luck. I know it sucks, but it's how the game works. Also, when you log in, you get new dailies to do, which add to your xp and points so you can upgrade your characters and things like that also a new neat thing too is that each original character is always getting new outfits in the in-game store also when you get a character to level 50 and past that you get a new piece of clothing pretty much so there's cosmetic options if you feel the need to you don't have to purchase them or anything like that they're just there especially with events they give away free clothing too so long as you play the game and try to play by the events rules in a sense but comparing this to the friday the 13th game which i will review in the next review so we can have these kind of back to back as much as i love the friday the 13th franchise i much rather prefer this friend um prefer dead by daylight over the friday the 13th game and i'll get to the reason why in my next review so i'll be able to talk about more i'll talk about that more in depth in my next podcast but that is my review for dead by daylight thank you for listening i'm going to do the closure for my show so i will meet you there and give you some more movie trivia At the end of every podcast, I'm always going to give a movie fun fact away, along with a sneak peek of what's to come in the next episode. As I already stated, I'm going to review Friday the 13th, the game, in my next episode. I'm not always going to do a game review, since I don't have the time, and sometimes there's games I play that I just don't have anything to talk about. So don't always expect a game review the next movie review I'm not sure yet I'm debating on re-watching an old movie to kind of give uh, a review about but there is a movie on Hulu that I have been eyeing that I'm possibly going to watch to give a review on also all my reviews are not going to simply be horror related as much as I love horror movies I know everybody likes different movies so I'm not always going to review a horror movie and actually if there's a certain movie you want to have me review if you go on anchor find my channel You can leave me a voice message to, if there's a certain movie you want me to review, leave me a message and I'll try to get to it and review it in one of the podcasts, either that next one or the ones after that. I'm not really sure yet. It just kind of takes whatever whatever time I have to get to it. So today's fun fact about movies is that in the original Psycho from 1960 is the first movie to feature a toilet flushing. A full 11 years before it was shown on TV now yes this isn't a big deal and it's kind of a weird fact but back in the 60s and you know 70s and 50s it was kind of uncommon to show toilets on uh, you know on TV and in movies but yes it's a full 11 years before it was shown flushing on all in the family Psycho was beat them by that but, Psycho was beat by Leave it to Beaver because, in 1957, three years prior, Leave it to Beaver showed a toilet on TV. But not a functioning toilet! Psycho's got him beat. Yes. I know it's stupid. But, ever thought about it, Psycho would be garbage without it. I mean, I know it has that scene where the lady gets stabbed in the shower, and that's like one of the most famous horror scenes and thriller scenes ever. But if it wasn't for that toilet flushing, it's just a garbage film. If some of you think I'm being serious about it, I'm joking, it is a great movie if you haven't seen Cycle. I would definitely check it out. It is amazing. Also, how have you not watched it? I mean, they even had a TV show, I think on, what was it, like A&E or something like that? No, it wasn't A&E. I think it was like FX. Anyways, yeah, they had that Norman Bates show on that one of those channels, but anyways, yeah if you haven't seen Psycho, go watch it it's a hugely amazing film anyways thank you for listening to my podcast it means so much to me like i said if you have any ideas or recommendations of stuff you want me to review gaming or movie wise leave me a like or a voice message also if you like favorite share subscribe whatever you want to do to my channel it means a lot to me thank you for listening i will see you next week